Well, there's a new survey out from the folks at the cybersecurity company NordVPN. And the headline of the survey is one third of Canadians would delete themselves from the Internet, given half a chance. Here to talk about the survey and uh, perhaps some of the reasons behind our apprehensions about being so present on the Internet from NordVPN's European contingent, a defensive strategist, Adrianus Vormenhoven, joins us from Zvola in the Netherlands. Adrianus, good morning, and thanks ever so much for joining us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you with us. We appreciate your making some time on your, your vacation. Let's talk a little bit about this survey. It was done about a month or two ago, and you talked to a 1,000 Canadians across the country. What was the point of the survey in the first place? What were you after? We would like uh, to really know what our customers are about and, and, and why they want privacy, because we're a privacy company, we sell privacy products, um, and we want to know why people want to use it and how we can better help them um, getting those goals. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit first, if you don't mind, Adrianus, about the, some of the products that you sell that people uh, are, are very popular and uh, are, are snapping up. The biggest one, of course, is NordVPN, our VPN, which is the most advanced VPN on the planet at the moment. There's so many options in there where you can even have uh, uh, local networks with your friends. But we also have a password manager. We have threat protection. Um, There's a lot of products. Uh, Just go to the site, uh, nordvpn.com, and then you can see what else we have for privacy uh, protection. Okay, so now, the, when you took the survey and you found, and you were able to deliver a headline that said one-third of us would delete ourselves from the internet given just a chance, why? What, to, what was the largest group uh, saying, boy, give me a chance and, and I'm, I'm out of here? What, what's the reason behind so many of us going, having second thoughts about our online presence? Well, the most of them, are really uh, anxious about their financial information because really that has the biggest impact on your life when suddenly all your bank accounts are empty because, I don't know, somebody got your credit card or they impersonated you. Um, That's really the biggest reason, uh, the financial information with Mm -hmm. all these different web shops. So that would be simply making a purchase online and somehow or another having that information stolen. Basically, that's it, right? That's the biggest fear, yeah. Okay. Uh, and so it wouldn't be any kind of, that wouldn't be from any kind of profile you would have on a, on, on a site like LinkedIn or anything. That would be because of an active purchase that you would make. Yes. And, and, and because these sites, uh, that information can be stolen and be resold on, on the dark web um, and can be used uh, for uh, criminals to make purchases. There's a whole aftermath after uh, when your personal identity is being uh, stolen and, and being sold on the Internet. Indeed. So the, the, what about people just hacking uh, into whatever you've got uh, online and, and stealing it? That's, that's, that's uh, essentially, I suppose, the same concern, isn't it? Yes, it's correct. That, that, that's exactly the same concern. Um, when you go to a site, you have a profile or if you post any of the data, all of the, these things together form a digital you because most people forget that uh, they think their physical being is, is, is the real one. But in nowadays, whenever we interact with governments or shops, it's not. The, your digital being, your digital persona is the real you for, for all intents and purposes. 
And, and that, that's at risk at the moment. Well, you know, and it's a very good point to make, isn't it? Because look at the amount of activity that we have. We form relationships on the net because of websites. We buy houses and cars and all sorts of, of purchases of a name, any type of, of, of object that can be bought. And we can do that online. So much of our activity is online. Uh, it, we are more, more and more exposed every day. So by way of uh, mitigating that somewhat, Adriana, and, and having a sense of security while we're out there, what sort of recommendations do you make? Well, obviously, the first thing I'm going to say is use a VPN. And I need a small uh, analogy to, to explain this. Uh, the con- connection with your bank is safe, but it's like if I see you peeling potatoes, I know you're going to have uh, potatoes for dinner. I may, might not know what dish you make, but I know you're going to have that. The same is if you go to a bank website, the connection with the bank website is safe. But I now know which phishing email I should send you for which bank. Aha. So use a, v- so use a VPN. That, that, that's, that's really one. The other one is use a password manager. And coupled with the password manager, you have, always have to have a master password. Use a password phrase, something from a book or a record or a poem, something you really like. But make it long instead of complex. Because that's easier for people to remember. If you have a, a really favorite line in a poem... It's easy for you to remember, but it's really hard to crack for a computer. Ah, so again, this is another uh, uh, security measure that individuals take. Talk to us a little bit, if you don't mind, about these uh, password managers, because the concern is that you, you, you surrender all of your access to one specific point that is, is uh, designed to do just that. But that makes you pretty, if, they, if somebody can hack into that one point, they've got you on everything. Yes, the first thing to understand is that this master password that I just talked about, it protects your whole vault of all the other passwords. Even we as as a provider for password manager cannot look into your vault because it's encrypted on your side. Uh And it's strongly encrypted on your side and you only store it with us. So when you use a password manager from Nord or or whatever else, um, it's only stored with us and we make sure that only you, this is your account, can get that vault, which is encrypted, but it's only decrypted, opened, on your computer and nowhere else. So this is a really good way to store different passwords for each different site, maybe even different uh, usernames. Um, so it's, it's quite a safe way of, of managing your password. Indeed. So how expensive is this if to uh, acquire a password manager? It's not very expensive. I don't want to say any numbers because we usually have uh, actions and, 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 and coupons and those. Um, really check our site out because it, it, it's per country. It's, it's different. So please look us up and, and, and check what uh, the current actions are. Um, and, and, and but it's not, it's not a prohibitive number. It's an affordable. Oh, no, absolutely. Oh, absolutely not. It, it, it's really uh, it's below a, a couple of tens of, of dollars. Adriana. It, it, it's really... Uh, I wanted to ask you in this survey about why so many Canadians were anxious to have some of their presence online removed. They would delete it all, some of them said, if they had a chance. I would have thought that some of those people would would attribute their desire to be scrubbed from the Internet because of some, well, some posting, some old embarrassing photographs or those sorts of you know, years gone by embarrassing moments that you'd really rather see disappear permanently was there any response in that category 
Yes, we also, um, well, actually, unflattering photos, embarrassing moments, uh, dating, social media profiles, and previous in- employment history, all of those things are also on there because basically it reads like a logbook of somebody and there's even a, um, a specific cybersecurity discipline. It's called open source intelligence where there's people that gather all this information and make a profile out of you. So I really understand that, that people would like to move them. But the unflattering photos, videos, it's so easy to post content nowadays that we kind of forget that the Internet has an iron memory right. and it will always stay there. <laughs> yes. So uh, I wanted to ask one more quick question of you, and we're grateful for your time on this weekend. Uh, A a particular group that responded to the survey said they were willing to pay to use the Internet anonymously at all times. Is such a thing possible? Yes, provided by uh, um, law. Um, If the law uh, in in, in some way is, is amended that you're not allowed to be anonymous, then everything is off. But yes, it, it would be possible um, and have everything done by proxy. So yes, it, it, it would be possible, but there's no one single company at the moment that, that provides all of those um, provisions. Um, I know that Canadians would pay, uh, one third would pay around 150 Canadian dollars um, to have this achieved. Sure. And even uh, some of them would even pay uh, more up to $700. So hmm. We we know that that this is a strong uh, wish for people. Indeed. Keeping personal information safe on the Internet is the key to happiness online. This is the sort of bottom line finding of the survey, and I'm sure you're in complete agreement with it. Absolutely. Adrianus, thanks very much for this. It's great to have you on the program today. We do appreciate your making time for us from Zvola in the Netherlands. Thank you. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.